Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. Aren't you glad you're a child of God? I am glad. In Mark chapter 4, I'll read just a segment from verse 35 to 41. And then we'll probably hang on there for about 10, 15 minutes and let God do what only him can do. That there'll be miracles here today is not in question. In the name of Jesus, there are miracles. Some are not expecting what they're going to get. Because you get beyond your expectations in the name of Jesus. You say, why? Because I'm assured that he who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you can ever think or ask is at work today. You know, Saul wasn't asking for what he got when he went to Damascus. But he got the best of gifts. Somebody will get that here today. In the name of Jesus. Saul was an enemy of God. He would destroy the children of God. God so loved him that he gave him a gift that he could not resist. He could not even reject from that day, his life changed forever. Even in eternity, I'm sure he's still thanking God that that day came to be. Somebody, today is your that day. I said, today is your that day. In the name of Jesus, something's about to happen to you for which you forever be grateful to God. In the name of Jesus. Aren't you glad you are in this place today? I am glad I'm in his presence today. Glory be to God in the highest. You see, in the book of Mark, chapter 4, there's a little story there that I'll just quickly read. Verse 35, I start from there. It says, on the same day, what day? Let me just quickly explain that. He had been teaching them a lot about the kingdom. To plug into that properly, back up a little bit to verse 33. So, to make for ease of understanding and to be within the context. It says, and with many such parables, he spoke the word to them, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. That is, as they were able to hold it, to comprehend it. But without a parable, he did not speak to them. And when they were alone, he explained things to his disciples. Okay, that wouldn't tell you so much. Okay, back off to 30. I won't read the whole of that segment. Just to let you catch, catch what we are talking about. Then, said, then he said, Jesus said, To what shall we liken the kingdom of God? So he was talking about the kingdom. Jump to 26. Then Jesus said, the kingdom of God is, you see what I mean? Hallelujah. So you can get it that that was what was doing, I mean, dealing with. So in verse 35, on that same day, after all these teachings, when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. 
and other little boats were also with him. And a great wind storm, not a wind storm, a great wind storm arose. And the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be? That even the wind and the sea obey him. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to get us to pray in a few minutes' time. And so I want to start to speak on this passage by referring us to Philippians chapter 4 in verse 6. You know, it says, be careful for what? Nothing. That was Paul now with a good understanding after his encounter and of course... uh, is nurturing through the Spirit of God. Say, so be careful for what? Nothing. Let me say it again. Be careful for what? But what do you do if you're not going to worry? So be careful for what? nothing means do not worry about anything. Interesting, isn't it? But that's how Jesus speaks. And so Paul was representing Jesus. He would speak like his master. Can I be frank with you? If you are a preacher or a teacher of the word, you are presenting his message to his people. And you only can give it like he intend that is coming from him. Preach the message of our Lord Jesus Christ in such a way that you will still remain in fear. No. Without being assessed or appraised by anybody, then that preacher is already a failure. Because will Jesus stand before you and speak to you and you still be afraid? Perhaps it's possible because it happened while they walked the earth. But in a lot of places, why some don't obey or rather don't trust enough to believe what he was saying, some did and they got miracles. And that's why the Bible will say everywhere he went, he was doing good. And how was the good defined? He said how God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power, and he went about doing what? Good. Why? For the Lord was with him. And what was the good he was doing? Healing all who are oppressed. So in other words, anything oppressive is anti-God. 
Let me say it again. Anything oppressive is against God's will for your life. Whether it's a system or a school or a person or a family, anything that oppresses is not God. And it was healing. So sickness is an oppressor. Poverty is an oppressor. Abusive marriage is an oppressor. Whether it's the woman oppressing or the man oppressing or the in-laws oppressing. Controlling pastor is, a, is an oppressor. Eh? Because Jesus will not control you. He will teach you the truth. You choose. When you choose, you will submit. Because in your submission, you are lifted high. Say, humble yourself under the mighty arm of God. And in due course, he will what? Beyond where anything physical can lift you. Is somebody hearing me? Praise the Lord. And so be careful for nothing, babe. What? By prayers. Come on, help me, someone. By prayers. Come on, help me. By prayers. So don't let that bad news oppress you. Don't let this, <laughs> the signs of the moment oppress you. Don't. <laughs> By prayers and supplication with what? Thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Then what follows? The peace. Ever shout peace. peace. I can't hear you. Peace. I can't hear you. Peace. I can't hear you. Peace. Say it again. Peace. In the name of Jesus. So that means you can have peace in the heat of the problem. Come on, talk to me. You can have peace even in We find examples all in the Bible. We can find in contemporary times. I mean, when people just trusted God, Daniel could be peaceful even in the lion's den. The three children could be peaceful. Say, no, 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 no. The God whom we serve, He will deliver us. But eventually, He doesn't. Even if He doesn't, we will not bow. No. And by the time they threw them in, remember the story? Those who were throwing them in were were slew. Those who were not going in, they moved close. The radiation killed them. But the guys they were throwing in walked. Somebody is just realizing that that hardship and that situation is for you to walk through. Now, I'm not joking now in the name of Jesus. You know, some strange miracles are beginning to happen. That will make people honor and respect the God you serve. In the name of Jesus. That's not to say that you didn't go through. Because it will mean you went through. That will mean that when you were going through, man, but you went through. And your situation now calls for what? Celebration. Because you went through. We are not saying you won't go through. No, 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 no. Let's be realistic. People go through. We all go through. Hallelujah. Pastor Ty would not Oh my goodness. Even if I, if I come before you and I say, I don't go through anything, won't you say, ha? Because you know I go through. We all go through. 
But see, the thing is, we don't just go through by ourselves. Because it is in him we live, we move, and we have a... Oh, my, I feel the fire now. Is somebody following? Give God the glory. Shout hallelujah on somebody. Amen. So by prayers, and supplication, with thanksgiving, is there any part of this scripture that says, fold your arm and do nothing? But see, the natural thing to do is to fret. Say, but do not give in to fretting. Do not give in to panicking. Do not give in to fear. But you can do something. There's no, there's no buffer where you do nothing. No, 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 no. You must do something. The natural man always wants to do something. But let that which you do support faith. Let it support the fact that he will do what he says he will do. Pray. Supplicate. Come on, give praise. Don't stop. Don't leave a gap. The result? The peace of God. Because for every breakthrough and for every miracle, for every prosperity in a venture, it is heralded by peace. A confused mind never wins. That's why the Bible says fear has torment. And you know what we read and what we have been looking at? These are months of covenant possibilities. God doesn't make mistakes. What is totally impossible with man is possible with God. And if only you can believe. Then you see impossibilities turn around to possibilities. But it requires your believing. Remember at the tomb of Lazarus. Say, did I not tell you that if only you will believe, you will see? Somebody is about to see what in your generations have never been seen. You are about to experience something that your great-great-grandfathers have never experienced. They were good. They did their best. Only their best cannot match the problems of today. But Jesus will match any problem and surpass it. He is the creator. He is the alpha and the omega. The beginning and the ending. Before you were born, he knew today will come in your life. Is somebody hearing me? He said, before you were born, I knew you. Before you were formed, your mother's womb, I ordained you. No, he didn't ordain you for destruction. No. How come we quickly believe that he wants to destroy us? No! I feel the fire in my stomach. Because that's natural for anyone to believe. After teaching all these things, Jesus said, let us go to the, let us cross over to the other side. Can I be frank with you? Whether we're looking at ourselves as a nation, or as the body of Christ, or as family units, or as an endeavor, or a business venture, we are crossing over. Amen. I say in the name of Jesus, you are crossing over. Amen. If you are crossing over, say, I am crossing over. In the name of Jesus. Nigeria is crossing over. In the name of Jesus. We are crossing over. 
in the name of Jesus. We are in Jesus' name. We are. We are. We are. We are. In the name of Jesus. We are. Somebody say, We are. In the name of Jesus. I'm not going to shout. We are. In the name of Jesus. We are. In the name of Jesus, we are crossing over. That's what he said. Look at this. He said to Cyrus, my anointed, whose right hand I'm holding. Isaiah 45. Thus says the Lord to his anointed. Any anointed of the Lord in this house? You know, some will tell you that not everybody's anointed. Only pastors, teachers, evangelists, and apostles are anointed. Some will say that to you. No, everybody has an assignment. And the only reason you have an assignment is because you are anointed for that. In the name of Jesus. And so to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held. You know, look, look, look. So if God says, carry this bag, for God to say, carry this bag, she's anointed. For God to say, carry this bag, is holding her right hand. When God calls you to do something, automatically, you carry God. And he's holding Have you read before in the Bible that it is God that walketh in you? Uh-uh. Too, more, too, too, too many times we think, we forget, and we think it's by our power, so we fret. It is God that walketh in you, but to will. You can't even will without God. But to will and to do of his good pleasures. It is God. Whose right hand I have heard to do what? To subdue. So what can be on your part? The path through which you are crossing over, it shall be subdued. In the name of Jesus. To subdue nations before him and lose the armors of kings. So when they come in their power to face you, God will deflate them. In the name of Jesus. When you know the God you serve, ah, subdue nations and lose the armor of kings, and to open what the double leaves, every shut door, it's not because of your skills or for or, 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 or your war prowess. No, it's because of who you are and who you are and who you are serving. Everlasting doors will bring open in the name of Jesus. Is somebody hearing me? I think it's good to trust this God. Yes. Let's trust him. Yes. Let's trust him. To subdue nations before him and lose the armor of kings. To open before him double leaf doors. So that they will never be shot again. Next line. I will go before you. I will make the crooked places. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and the bars of iron. You say what? When impediment raised his ugly head in the path of assignment of Paul and Silas, they knew who sent him. Gates knew who sent them. Chains knew who sent them. The council that arrested them knew who sent them. The devil knew who sent them. The time has come for them to know who has sent you. You are a child of God. I say you are a child of God. I say you are a child of God. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. 
He said, I will give you the treasures of darkness. Look, this, this, kind of, this cover every area of need in the physical life. And hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. In other words, I'm the covenant God of Israel. I remember what he has told us. My covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my mouth. Say, I have sworn by my holiness that I will never lie to David. Having said all this, let's go back and just conclude where we, are, where we started from. Go back to our scripture in Mark chapter 4. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over. I tell you, neighbor, we are crossing over. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. You know, I realize that in life, and that's the way God has made a system, you are always crossing over. The truth is, you are not where you were yesterday anymore. I mean, if there are, are nothing like crossing over, then there shouldn't be day and night. It should just be one long thing. No, no, no. It will define so you get into the next day, and the next day, and the next week, and the next month, and the next year. We are always crossing over. And the truth is this. When you look at yourself 10 years ago, you discover that you have crossed over quite a bit. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have crossed over quite a bit. <laughs> ah, you take your education, for example. When you remember where your parents first took you to school and look at yourself now, oh, you have crossed over quite a lot. Yeah, Even your Christian walk, the day you gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, you are a baby in the Lord. You didn't even know the difference. But look at you today. If they throw the mic and they lands on you, you will, preach, you will preach heaven down. You have crossed over many rivers. You are crossing over. In the name of Jesus, we are crossing over. Say, I am crossing over. In the name of Jesus. I'm See what he says. And then, now when they had left the multitude behind, you see, when it comes to crossing over, please don't follow the multitude. You may be the only reason why they will cross over. Why would not you join them? You say, what do you mean? You may be the only reason why that boat will get to the other side. And that's the reason why you are in that boat. So why will you now join them? I'll explain better as I go on. Now, when they left the multitude, they took him along. They took Jesus along in the boat. And uh, but remember, they left the multitude, but they took Jesus. Aren't you tired of the multitude controlling your life? You know what I tell my children all the time? I said, never in your life become proud. Prideful. God will help you and help us. You know, they have great tendencies for you to want to at least feel comfortable where you are. Even when you are not intending to be prideful, you look, you look like you are. You no, know, God will deliver us in Jesus' name. But don't be as much as you can. Respect everybody. Know that everybody can become anything tomorrow that God has ordained for them. Anybody. Any decliner today may become president tomorrow. And we know that. Because I am the children God has given to me. And when I say my children, please permit me. Biological. Much more spiritual. And that's why to the glory of God, great things happen with people around us. You don't even know 
when you hear who they are, you say, wow. Somebody says, you don't know them. It's the spirit of God, it's the spirit of humility. I said, my goodness. So when they introduce someone, they say, Fountain. I say, ah, good day, sir. He said, ah, pastor. Good day, sir. I said, sir, I've been Fountain for, I said, what? That's the Christian example, ladies and gentlemen. I said that to say this. Put it back again. I remember what I was asked to say. They left the multitude. And I would tell them all the time, the moment you become part of the mob, you are no more a leader. A mob action has no, no leadership. If you be part of the crowd, you will go with the crowd. But no matter how the crowd is pushing and pressing, keep on hearing Jesus, you will stand out. They left the multitude, but they took Jesus. I don't understand, but I think I, think I know why to some extent. He said, what? The next line, another little boats were also with him. Can you imagine when the storm started, nothing was said about the boat? Now, if the big boat in which these disciples and Jesus were, if that big boat would suffer this much, what about the small boat? See, usually you only know your own trouble. Though you care, but it's your own trouble that nothing is said about them. They were in the same storm. But I perceive that none of them got destroyed. You say, how? Because Jesus was in the big boat. Because when you hush the sea, all the small boats enjoy the same boat. So I tell people, I say, don't compare yourself. Jesus' assignment will be completed in 33 and a half years. Abraham's assignment will not be concluded until after age 100. Don't compare yourself. And the great storm, great storm arose. Now, interesting. Jesus said it. He was in the boat, and yet there was a storm. Why do you always think that is your sin that is causing your trouble? Although a lot of time, sin causes trouble. Because the Bible says sin is a reproach to any nation. The Bible says the reason that humanity fell to where we are was because we fell short of the glory because of the sin in the Garden of Eden. So sin is bad. But you see, Jesus came to die for your sin. So where I'm going now is this. The storm arose. Now, let me ask you the question. Maybe one of those disciples did something bad in the boat. What I'm saying is this. Don't let that be the first thing that occupies your mind. Let the first thing that occupies your mind is running to Jesus. When you get to Jesus, you will see your sin. Is somebody hearing me? Don't say, oh, it's my sin. And so you're not going to supplicate, you're not going to pray, you're not going to thank God anymore, you're going to stay there. The devil will make you a mystery. God forbid, not your portion. So what do you do? If, ah, could it be my sin? Run to Jesus. Say, help me, forgive me. Run to him because he will hush his son. So don't stay there and let the devil continue to accuse you. That's what he does. He's the accuser of the brethren. 
By the time he accuses you, you feel no good. You feel like you, are, you don't want anything. Then he's ready for a, for, for, for a massacre. So even if it's your sin, run to Jesus. You know, Jesus, you know how about your sin. If you can glare into you and you quickly fall and say, hey, have mercy. You have mercy. Because what happened? Who did what for the storm? Storms do arise. But see the next line. Started to beat against the boat. Now, maybe because it was Jesus. Maybe. So it was already feeling. So, come on. Straight away. The aim of the storm or the blame behind the storm to sink the boat. Period. The thief comes to know before to kill the city to destroy. It is for the, but for the mercy of God, it is the mercy of God that we are not consumed. Leaving it to the devil, all of us should have died. The day we say Jesus is Lord. He hates Jesus with a passion, so he hates you with a passion. Because now you are a carrier of Jesus. Everywhere you go, you carry Jesus. Ah! You, are making the, you are making life so difficult for the devil. So you attack that boat. And so surely they will gather. <laughs> but it's not of God. Let me say this quickly. At the time when I was growing up, it was ELWL, Morobia, Liberia. Before then, it was Sudan, where the whole of Africa was being evangelized. Sudan was devastated. And today, you don't even know that there was anything Christianity there. Then Liberia, Morovia. All of a sudden, war! Now it's Nigeria. We resist it. Because Nigerian Christianity is spreading all over the world. God is using Nigeria to evangelize. So I can accuse him. I can accuse him. I can accuse her. That's okay. But there's a brain behind it. It's the devil. And that's his pattern. My scripture. But he was in the stand, asleep on a pillow. And then they are walking, I just want to say this. And when they are walking, hear what they say, teacher, do you not care that we perish? They were they confessing perishing. Can I quickly ask you, what is the, what's the commonest song in the lips of Nigerians in the past six months? Destruction, perish. The foreign nations are saying it, Nigerians are saying it. But less of people say, no! In the name of Jesus. Don't you know that your confession is key? No, we are not denying the fact. It is true from what we see. So say, horrible times ahead. In the name of Jesus, God will not allow it. We will not allow it. Rather than that, the troublemakers will disappear. How? I don't know. God will deal with them. In the name of Jesus. A great wisdom. And then the, the moment they woke him and said, Don't you care? Really? So he himself wants to be want to perish. He got up, rebuked the wind. And now you have the power. He said, What do you mean? The works that I do, you do, and greater work shall you do. All authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Now you are my representative. Go in my name. 
By what authority are you doing what you're doing? In whose name are you doing what you're doing? And everywhere they went, things were turned around. Say, oh, they have come here again. Those who turned everywhere, downside up, upside down, they have come here. No, we are still here. We are still turning everywhere, downside up, upside down. For Jesus, we are still here. Let the people who have it arise and rebuke the wind in the name of Jesus. And for, for, at least for once, let there be lips that are speaking like that. Let there be an agreement on that. He said, look, whatever two or three officials agree concerning touching here on earth, I will what? shall be done. I'm on earth. You're on earth now. He was standing talking to mortals on earth. He said, look, whatever you bind on earth, come on, stand up and bind something and keep quiet. Prayer and supplication. Peace be still. Now, he rebuked the wind and he spoke to the sea. Jesus didn't make the mistake of rebuking the sea. Oh, the sea will remain. Now, where will the sea go? But the wind will stop. He was on the sea. I want you to stand up. You have three minutes. Every wind of adversity, wind of destruction, Wind of opposition. Rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. And speak peace. See, the sea in the Bible is representative of humanity. Rebuke the wind. In Jesus' name we pray. The Bible says if two, three of us shall agree concerning touching a thing, here on earth, Jesus speaking, it shall be done. If you are in agreement, raise your right hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're in agreement with your word. And we're in agreement with one another. And we decree peace. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Now we are not over. What is it that is trying to stop you? He says, what's right hand up? I'm holding. And I'm going before you to subdue nations. This is your miracle. Oh, I feel the fire. Wow. I just read the fire. Boom. I don't know who the person is. Your testimony has started. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> if you say, I don't know my assignment, the fact that you are alive is indicative of the fact that you have an assignment. There's a purpose for your life. Whatever is an impediment on your path, let the crooked now begin to straighten out in the name of Jesus. I say, in the name of Jesus. I said, let the rough begin to smoothen out in the name of Jesus. Let the valleys begin to fill up in the name of Jesus. I say, let the mountains fall flat in the name of Jesus. The double leaf doors, I say, fling open in the name of Jesus. Let armors of kings be loose in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Let the gates of brass be shattered. The bars of iron destroyed. In the name of Jesus. I speak grace over your lives. In the name of Jesus. He said, look at you. Until now, you are tossed with tempest. And you, are not, you don't seem to be comforted. Hear the Lord. He said, I will make your stones of colorful gems. That's what heaven will see. That's what hell will see. That's what humanity will see. Your foundations of sapphires. In the name of Jesus. Your gates of crystals. I say in the name of Jesus. Aha! All your walls of colorful stones in the name of Jesus. Your children shall be taught of the Lord. 
Great shall be the peace of your children in Jesus' name. In righteousness, we shall be established. I speak over Nigeria. I speak over the Fountain of Life Church. I speak over your family. I speak over your home in the name of Jesus. You'll be far from oppression. In the name of Jesus. It shall not come near you. In the name of Jesus. From terror, they will flee from you. Because we will not fear in the name of Jesus. They will surely gather, but not of God. As many as we gather against you because of you. Did you hear me? I say because of you. Say because of me. In the name of Jesus. They will fall. I can't hear you. Say they will fall. In the name of Jesus. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. In the name of Jesus. And every tongue that is up against you in judgment. Now, in the name of Jesus, we condemn. We rebuke in the name of Jesus. So no enchantment against Israel. No divination against Jacob. In the name of Jesus. Every amulet, every divination, every sorcery, every spare, we destroy in the name of Jesus. And we declare the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, has set you free from the law of sin and death. It is well with you and your household. In Jesus' name. We give him praise. Come on, somebody celebrate Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.